Moolah. Speaking of cash money, cash money. I just uh, was admiring these heel and toe apparel rally shirts for Coastal Range Rally Rewind. Money, 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 money. Um, I don't think people realize that you can get such amazing tags. Just the tags on a heel and toe apparel shirt. Yeah. Pretty special, and I don't mm-hmm. want to give it away. Maybe we'll post a picture on our tagless. The tagless for sure. The back. Are you, are you talking about the little tag at the bottom though? That makes it feel oh, like a premium shirt. No, right? no, that's like even one step above what I would expect from a shirt. I don't, you know, I wish I could expect that out of a shirt, but I can't. He's talking about printed tags. Yeah, tagless around the neck, basically. So Lane designed a really cool graphic for Coastal Range Rally Rewind. And uh, heel and toe apparel came through, right? They did. Pretty damn nice. Yeah, they're super sweet. Cool. And, and we yeah. so we have a different. We have a simple kind of like traditional Coastal Range Rally logo on the front of the shirt, and then we have the more ornate kind of. Think of that. The tag, the tagless tag, mm-hmm. is more ornate than the graphic. But it's been simplified. So, but yeah, it's really cool. So it has it a... takes artistic restraint to be able to pull <laughs> <Yeah>. that off. <laughs> I don't know. I'm distracted over here, guys. I like to rub these on my face. Yeah. Uh, they're just so cozy. You do uh, like to watch you rub on, on your yeah. face. I think Heel and Toe should start making mufflers, you know, like not, not the exhaust, mufflers? but like a, a scarf. Oh, I don't... That would be, feel really I nice for like him. Of course he's going to use muffler. <laughs> okay, let me bring it back down to reality here again. And uh, I just noticed something when I was wearing my heel and toe shirt the other day. So I'm always wearing the standard outfit, which is a Patagonia jacket. Mm-hmm. When you wear a heel and toe underneath, the little tag kind of sticks out from underneath. Oh. So even though my shirt is covered up, I still feel like I'm representing. That's yeah. true. It's only for those who know. I want to also go back to uh, Art's muffler comment and uh, <laughs> uh, just realize that on the uh, rally, what is it, last Coastal Rangers rally? Anyways. Was it North? The one where Ronnie was filming. Oh, everything. yeah, the last oh, Coastal Rangers rally. Yeah. Art was wearing a muffler. Was it he was really? A, oh, yeah, a full patterned tartan wool muffler. What cashmere? was he driving? Was it cashmere? Oh, yeah, it was. He was driving a BMW, huh? Yeah. yeah kind of just like being that guy, right? <laughs> he was all in. Yeah. All in. He has sunglasses in. on all the time. What do you have to say for yourself? It, I guess it just goes to show that all types can wear heel and toe and be <laughs> happy. If it's if it spreads the gamut from Brian to art, that's everything. Yeah, dirtbag <laughs> Brian to muffler art. <laughs> yeah. Got it really all. Is. Yeah, and so and, and going back to the cash moolah, now that everyone's getting their refunds back, go to heelandtoeapparel.com forward slash DWA, enter code DWA at checkout for 20% off. And this is valid through March 31st. Free first-class shipping on orders of two or more shirts. Make sure you take advantage of that. I like it. All right, heel and toe apparel. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons <laughs> for you. Hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No, beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, I screwed up. (laughs) What up, what up? Oh, what up, dog? What up, dog? Welcome to Driving While Awesome Coastal Range Rewind Edition. My name's Warren. My name's Lane. My name is Brian. 
Um, Arden, I liked your little hum there that you had at the end. That's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. We've been listening to Bob Marley and it's put me in a mood. Turn I loose, man. Turn, turn, turn I loose. Turn I loose. <laughs> I do like the, the crystals around your necklace, that, uh, on your necklace rather, around your neck. Yeah. Cool and look. it's a hemp, hemp necklace. Oh, gotcha. So what yeah. kind of energy are we? What if I wore a hemp necklace with a crystal? What would you say? <laughs> well, I know a guy that wears a, a key around his neck lately. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said it was yeah. a talisman. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So someone said that to me. They went up to me. They're like, "That's a fucking talisman." Thanks for making me look up what a fucking talisman is. <laughs> we are uh, recording live in Paso Robles, California. Live as we ever are, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty live. Still live. I don't know why. I just had a glass of water. I think that's why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Art just said he was true. really exhausted and uh, he had a little bit of water. He felt better, and he's like, "Well, I also took a shower." <laughs> and I'm like that might have didn't that might have been part of it. I think that's the trick. Uh, Paso Robles, home of uh, the outlaw Jesse James, for mm-hmm. some time. Well, I did not know that. Oh, if you read the rally so guide. Mm-hmm. Um, did you read the rally guide? No. Studied Jeez. it. <laughs> he's just a guest on this this I know. travel channel. He didn't even show up to the driver's meeting this morning. I know. I was like, helping fellow rally drivers, man. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Zip ties and things. They oh, weren't yeah? they weren't looking at your car at all? Anything worth uh, No, we were looking at my car too. <laughs> Zip ties? Zip ties? Uh yeah, yeah. Ryan's uh in his E forty six M three, his uh fan shroud was uh basically falling against his uh his fan. Oh and yeah, yeah. It was stopping it from spinning. Ouch. And he just happened to see it. He was popping it, looking, trying to compare it to my motor, and then happened to see that. I think he was trying to say how your motor was fucked up and his was perfect. And then he's like, oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was? Yeah. 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 So you yeah. got a tick, I heard. I mean, well, wait, I it's gone. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah, you can't just say this. <laughs> no one even knows. No one even In knows what? about is he the car. I like it. This is uh, getting right into it. Yeah. Now, Brian, you're allowed to tell this story, but... If it's going to be over 30 minutes, let me know. I might go Dude, take a shower. I don't think I'm ready for a 30-minute story I right know. now. I know. I feel like we need to leave that for a uh, well, non-rally podcast. Time, yeah. But you need to tell some abbreviated version, don't you? Absolutely. What he has or something. You know, yeah, what he where, got. Where, what you did and stuff. Yeah. I mean, so I was planning on just jumping in the passenger seat of cars for this rally. That was it. I, I have an e-golf. I got a Skylark. Neither are rally worthy. Uh, and you don't it, say. it was going to be fun. I was going to like, you know, get to visit with people. It's cool. Experience right? it from, and different... you also get to like look at outside and yeah, take it all in. Yeah, yeah. I was looking forward to it, but it is more fun to play. And uh, so, anyways, long story short, um, I got a car right before the rally, a 2002 BMW 330i, five-speed manual. Worst year to look sport for. Sport seat. I know. 2002 BMW sedan. Yeah, sedan. Yep, silver. Over black. Sport package, right? Sport package. So it's got the sport seats. Heated front seats. No fold-down rear seat. Oh, bummer. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Ski boot? No ski boot. No, no ski, ski pass. Boot. Dang. Nope. Real stripper model. I mean, uh, roll up well, windows. It's a sport package. No, I'm just kidding. The, the, <laughs> Art, you seem tongue up on the ski boot, but... Um, He's yeah, always so that's it. using his ski Silver. boot. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I use ski boots on a regular basis, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you would really use. That's that kind for. of a fucked up thing to call that a ski boot, and then you also have ski boots. Yeah, <laughs> that is you know? up. I've never thought about that before. I know. Yeah, but poor ski boot industry. Yeah. I think it's a ski pass through or something, right? It's not really a ski boot. Yeah, ski pocket, ski pocket. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so, so you yeah, bought a, you bought that, a car. I just made a long story very short. The day before the rally, you bought a used car. Four p.m. I was in Los Angeles. 
uh, leaving with a, a car that I just signed the papers for uh, to meet everybody, uh, you know, two and a half hours away in Palmdale. And then the following morning, driving this brand new to you car. Yes. On like f- basically full blown rally. Pretty much uh, first time stretching its legs was day one of the rally. Yeah. Yeah. And but I mean, it seems like a very well maintained car, good history. Yeah, based on what you described. So yeah, it feels little, it yeah. feels solid. Yeah, I, the first thing that I did notice was uh, on the highway, it'll wander like for in the in the center of the steering. Um, and I'm pretty certain that it's uh, the little I, I, I don't know the uh, oh, the, name, the little steering guibo because I had that go out on my E30 and it was a similar feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Not yeah. not too bad. I think it's like a sixty five dollar part or something. It's kind of a pain in the ass to do, but well, not too, not too bad. How I mean, you diagnose that by when it's off, you just jiggle it and it'll tick, doesn't it? Like if you when no, it doesn't tick. I'm sure there's different symptoms depending on how bad it is, but uh, it's just a little right on the center. It'll just wander. Well, I would just, well, I would check your alignment first. I mean, because yeah, it could do that from a bad alignment also. Mm. So. That's one Could other be. thing you need yeah. to do anyways. So that, that was one thing that uh, I noticed uh, uh, pretty immediately. And then later noticed that there was kind of a, a ticking noise that th- this was lunch on day one. Uh, I was next to Ryan in the E46 M3 and he, he was like, hey, that thing's making a weird noise. And sure enough, it was ticking uh, like from the valve train kind of sounded like a, a lifter that wasn't getting oil or, or something like that. Yeah, stuck also, lifter. Yeah, similar to uh, like when your valves need adjustment too, which uh-huh. I don't think is a thing on the E36. No, you don't adjust them on that. I don't. Think. But yeah, they, on the E30, it was like it kind of a. It was there was a little more something going on when you needed when your valves were out of adjustment. Oh, right? do you adjust them on E30s? You yeah. need to adjust them. Oh, yeah, it's right. super easy on E30s. Yeah, it's, it's pretty like, easy. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. But so, uh, but then I think it went yeah. away. That's cool. I but S54s do ha- require valve adjustments. And, oh, really? Yeah. So I don't know if, if they're similar in that way or yeah. they have hydraulic lifters. Also, but it if it went away, yeah, because it could have, it definitely sounded like a sticky lifter. I know you had talked about a crankcase like pressure thing possibly. Yeah, CCV. Did you try the uh, cracking the oil? It, yeah, cap? I did. So yeah. <laughs> crankcase ventilation, I guess it's a common thing on these cars. It'll get plugged up and it's not as simple as like old school ones where it's just like a little rubber hose out of the top of the uh, valve cover. I guess it's kind of like built into the valve cover or something. Internal, something. Yeah. Is, yeah. But anyways, you can't just like blow it out and clear that tube. Uh, but I guess one of the symptoms of a clogged CCV is that it'll tick like that. And mm. I don't know. My best guess of why that would be is it's building up a ton of pressure and it's not allowing uh, the pressure is preventing everything from being oiled properly or something. Hmm. I don't know. But the so the test for that is you pop the you know just while it's idling in the parking lot you pop the uh fill cover and you know basically ventilating it and the noise should go away when i tried that this morning it did not go away so maybe a sticky lifter maybe yeah Yeah. Yeah. but it it took a long time to come out have they driven it a lot lately or is it kind of dormant i think it's been mostly dormant yeah because that I know, like Audi bought that, like the five cylinders. They get sticky lifters when you don't drive them a lot. And nope. my BMW or the Volkswagen Vanagon definitely. But oh, those really? Are, that yeah. Could, yeah, that could be it. Because absolutely, I think... but it usually will go away once uh, ten yeah. minutes into a drive. I know with the Audi five that for the five cylinders, you would have to basically you would clean them. Like we've talked about this in the yep. past, but there's product you can put in your oil. Yeah, to the... clean it. But I 
I, I used to use, I would basically do a flush with automatic transmission fluid that's in the a, oil thing. Yeah. and that would make it completely go away. Wow. And yeah. then, and then you would drain it. You know, you just put it in when you're, when you, before you change before your you oil, oil yeah. and you, you would just it. run it, you'd drive it a little bit and huh. then you would empty it and it would totally go away. It'd be perfect. And there are additives like Motul like makes one, Liquamale that you, same idea. Basically. Yeah. Seafoam is another one that people do and that one yeah. people freak out about seals and stuff, but yeah. um, it's kind of an old school one, right? Right. Yeah, but uh, I use uh, Motul. Yeah, I would say Motul. Motul is the one you want to use. Um, how's the uh, How's the nine forty four running, Lane? It's running great. Yeah, no issues. Nice, no issues at all. The only thing I would say, I have like, I still, I need an alignment. Uh huh. I need like a good alignment. Huh. Yeah. The I front. You had that done? No, I never did. I I had like a an alignment. Oh, just like standard. But tire I didn't have alignment. any kind of like specs or anything. Yeah. And uh, and then I think I did something after that. So it's like you drove it. The, yeah. the steering wheel is yeah, a little cocked. It's a little off center. And uh, and on center it has a little bit of what you're talking about. Oh. So it has a little bit of that like on like going down a highway straight. It has a little bit of like yeah. wanting to like wander around a little yeah, bit. It doesn't feel super super like planted like it should. So it needs some camber. It has like zero camber right now. Yeah. The, so the shop that I took my Audi for, uh, to, they do uh -huh. custom alignments and he was rad. He actually like went the day before I picked it up, he sent me a text and he's like, Hey, just to give you a heads up, I got the alignment really close, but I'm going to mess with it a little bit further. So when are you picking it up? Because I want to make sure it's done. Dope. So they actually, they, they'll and go. This is and, AE performance in Santa Cruz. Yeah. And it's cool. super close to you. So that's one option now. I think, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Cause I actually I, know of another guy now too that just does alignments so oh there's a guy yeah. in socal right yep yep so there's cool. some options yeah, yeah. So but besides that the car is great I that's mean, awesome underpowered is as ice but that's <laughs> great <laughs> yeah i mean you can still like i mean you know that car is great you can just like thrash it and play with like some pretty fast cars and Especially basically embarrass road. some fast cars you know with yeah. like with just momentum like if you're following them you get fucked because like i was stuck behind some way faster cars today that the guys would kind of like slow in fast out and you're like you lose yeah, all your momentum. basically like slow in the middle of the turn yeah. fast and they blast and fast out, out. And like well fuck and I they can't still wouldn't up. blast away from me it was like i could the you know i could still keep it on boil a little bit but like it was it was like i couldn't keep that momentum yeah, because totally if i was ahead of them it would have been like they would have never seen you know yeah. i would have disappeared yeah, yeah but because i was behind them and i couldn't overtake them on the straights and they're gonna go like pretty good pace on the right. straights so i had to i had to rely on them pulling over or me dive bombing one and in, into a turn and passing him so look at this guy yeah. dive bomber huh yeah, yeah. clear clear path you know it was it was good um, so i did notice something on your car i commented yeah. on it actually uh you, you have... commented on it too i did what do you mean when you say you commented i don't on know it? Like you told uh, lane or you i told like... lane about it and oh, i, I don't know if hear. he remembers but i was very surprised how much tread you have on those Michelin oh, pilots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, he, you've had those three rallies, you said, right? You've run on This those. is the fourth, yeah. Fourth, ra fourth rally. I mean, those tires are so crazy. They, they look brand new. I know. The fact that they have so much grip and they have that much tread left, yeah. they wear that's, so that's slow. That's the value of those tires and that's the thing is that we've talked about it you know at nauseam about especially super sports and stuff like that like yes they're expensive up front the performance that you get and the longevity like outweigh anything else Dude, right? it's all so, about the longevity and yeah. like we i was talking to tons of people on this rally about i mean you just get into like geeky tire talk and stuff like that yeah and like our compounds are rad when they're rad when they're good but they like heat cycle out they age out and then all of a sudden like i had our compounds on on the 944 for a little bit uh and and they lasted like the rears lasted like 
3,000 miles, you know, before they were just like turned into grease. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess, I guess this is a better or a good time to talk about this, right? As good as time as any, but there was one casualty on the rally, unfortunately, a 240Z and um, we were talking about it. Technically, he could still continue, but yeah, let's, let's is be it, careful with that word casualty. I know. I mean, well, yeah. So it was damaged, right? He, he, yeah, but it's we're talking about a car. The not person, a person was. Oh, for sure. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we usually talk call yeah casualty. We go cars specifically. We're all uh, ha- just so, happily talking about it. There was a casualty. I mean, whatever. As time as any. Yeah, I mean, you know, we, I mean, we resuscitated him. Mean, it was cool. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. But the thing is that he had very old R triple eights. And he had in, in the R triple eight's heat cycle like a motherfucker. And on top of that, and they don't have they, a lot of tread wear to start yeah, with. Yeah. And so then he had flipped them to get a little bit more uh, life out of them. And so he hit a dusty section loaded on that side, you know, and like, you know, these tires get hard and oversteer and without yeah. enough heat. Yeah. That's the thing is also, and it was in early a, on and it was in like a little Canyon section that had a very like hard wall yeah. of dirt next exactly. to the road. And it, it, bang the front corner but he for the record he hit the, he hit the back and it and, swapped around oh is that what happened yeah, yeah it was like a little ricochet it was the record, back and then it swung around and hit the wall okay. the front. but for the record he was able to use a toe strap to hold the body together and drive it all the way back to our, our regr- or yeah. night stop so yeah the car was drivable and technically he said that the only thing is that his, uh, his alignment was a little off but yeah. mechanically it seemed fine yeah, he said, I thought uh, he was running maybe a little hot but um, yeah. he was just saying that the, the unfortunately like it is a unibody so the rear had kinked like in the left quarter panel so it was actually like kind of a write-off really. i mean i think that car's totaled the, yeah, the roof was buckled too. oh really and yeah, the it was left buckled. side was buckled too like Ooh. body panels on the left oh, side. so that. it yeah. just Part, it's just parts car now. it moved yeah. and those cars aren't the most stout no and in, in build you know like so you hit one side and the whole thing just yeah yeah, it's, yeah but yeah bummer at least you know he but everyone was fine yeah and, he was totally not, fine and he said that it looked like all the components were good so as long as he can just find a good donor chassis he could be able to swap everything yeah, over which is a tricky thing now <laughs> that's the problem yeah because it's almost impossible yeah. to find like a rust-free 240z well he they have the yeah they have the connections. Oh, they're definitely in that scene. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it's not, for them, it's probably much easier than yeah. us. But yeah. Uh, yeah, outside of that, yeah, soup, everyone's been having a blast. And we have had oh, over 100 cars this time around, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, like I think it was officially 97, maybe, right? I thought it was 101 plus oh, when I brought a oh, car maybe. that's 102. Right. Oh, okay. That's what I thought too. And then there was uh, a couple extras too. Yeah. Like Camisa, I don't think it was on that list. Um, mm-hmm maybe a couple yeah. others maybe. Yeah. Maybe, yeah i think we broke 100 yeah yeah for sure and like, yeah what do you guys think does that is. feel like too many no it feels great no i mean the only thing is just like it like what, what we're very aware of is the limitation with services you know like i mean when you have a group that big going through rural areas i mean it's really hard to ensure that everyone's going to be served quickly whether it be a gas station <laughs> yeah. or Lunch food or day. exactly or today i mean today was a little tricky you know oh, I mean, was it yeah and yeah, even if you like bailing from the well i mean you yeah. went there was enough restaurants there, there was but everyone like, to one restaurant yes, i know well that's i know, that's there, I know. On there, that. there was also one of the main places we recommended was closed on a saturday for and it says open on google yeah we went there through there before open and then today they just happened to be closed and there was another business across the street from the place uh we ate lunch at and it was like a flower shop and like a tourist shop basically it's saturday said handwritten sign we're closed today we'll be in and out all day it's like see you later heck it's like uh, that just (laughs) i'll tell you that the king frosty that i went to 
had two other rally participants there and oh we went to a mexican place eventually after yeah, trying to we go went, to that brewery and it was we went great to another mexican place someone uh Beirut, who was at the king frosty yeah. tried to go to the brewery as well yeah he sat down oh yeah and like they gave him the wrong menu and stuff no, and he was no, like yeah was, i'm out we was sat down for 20 minutes and they didn't take an order and we're like all right this yeah this is i went work. to a mexican place too Taco Bell, dude. Props. <laughs> Props. Like, 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 well, so yeah, because there wasn't a Chipotle. Fuck dude, Chipotle. yeah, it was it was great. It did the job, man. It was it was quick and it was air conditioned. And that's where we stopped. Uh, that was the uh, same one. Yeah. Exactly. That's why I knew it was there. So I, I, I had to take a shite and I stopped there. I <laughs> that's I kind of. I didn't even eat pre there. pre taco hell. Yeah, dude. Oh, wow. uh, Tim. Oh, what? No, it was Ruben because I was. It was Ruben, Tim, and uh, a couple other people. And um, Ruben, like literally at the regroup spot, five minutes up the road, he's like, "Dude, I think I'm already feeling it." Anyway, <laughs> he was walking towards the freaking porta potty as he was saying it. I'm like, "Dude, chill out." Um, but yeah, it was. Dude, it was great. It was. Quick, easy. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about roads or anything, but can we talk about Highway 58 right after that? Yeah. That was the most, like, that perfect pavement, brand new. Dude, with, I swear like, it's always been like that, though. Someone uh, else said it was just repaved, it's but it's, no, it's, it's always it's been brand been new, really dude. Good. It's it is, good. like, immaculate. Yeah. And, dude, there is not a bump or jostling. You know, like, there is not anything wrong with that road, and it is so magical it yeah. is like, magic yeah downshifting say... in a second and just like kicking the tail out through th oh my god that that's was amazing really, that's all i think that might be my favorite road period that's I, all I think i like it more than 33 i do yeah i still think you're not you're not thinking of 36 36 is really good which one is it's that? really good fortuna to redding oh yeah that's faster and sweep in yeah. some sweepers parts, in some parts but this one was like it has Every, everything. Everything was cambered. I know. And yeah. those are now we're talking about it. It's just like turns. slightly too short. Like you get through it pretty uh, quick. Yeah, that's true. And where 36 yeah. is like, you know. Well, I mean, 36 goes on for 80 miles. 130 miles? 100, 100, no. Well over 100 miles, right? Is it? I think so. That it, sign it, at the beginning says 132 miles. Yeah. And it's like twisties. <laughs> yeah. But but this section that I'm talking about, if you just ran it back and forth. I ran I it mean, completely solo today. I yeah, mean, completely me solo. Too. Not a single person in front of me or behind me. I like, caught up to a truck, and he signaled that he was pulling over in one, like he he put out, yeah. you know, like a like one once, out the one window, second. like like one second, like as soon as he there's knew a where he's going, yeah, yeah, and then he That's pulled awesome. over and yeah. I went again, but it kind of gave me a nice little like I Heidi there. was like definitely holding on, and I was and I look <laughs> and I look over, I'm like, oh my god, that was so amazing, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, dude, no, it I, is, uh, it's good. I've had some really good luck on that road before too, and yeah. I, today I had to like go through some traffic, I've, but I've had it solo. And it's it like it almost is like a life changing thing. Yeah. Like, you know, your heart's pumping at the end and you're just like uh -huh. Dang. that road almost it, it can't be any longer. Yeah. Because you can't handle it. No, dude, really. Honestly, I was like, like I was pumped it's up. Pretty dude. Pu it, it gets you pumped up. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. If you yeah. have it solo, like, yeah. you, and you can just run free. It's dude. It's like I mean, I never I was never below like 5000 RPM. Yeah. And I was just like you know like heel toe downshifts and yeah. and you know kicking into second gear yeah. and third and like i mean it was because there's like the the beautiful thing there is there's 
pretty great visibility yep. for amazing, the majority yeah. of it. Amazing visibility. That's There's the no trees. Yeah. I mean, no. It, whether you go yeah, up and you're or on down, this, and you're on you this can see ridge. across yeah. the yeah. You can valleys. see like, oh, that's a 180 degree turn right. coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to downshift and I'm going to power out and, and, and then and it's, it's like, going to do this. Sweet, and if, yeah. if you're coming up on a car, you're like, you see it like mm -hmm. 12 turns ahead because it goes in and out. Yeah. And so you can see across the little valley and so you can totally prepare for it. So um, I personally like it downhill more. And I think the reason I like it more, like I think part of the whole experience, maybe possibly more than 36, is that you're seeing the valley and the canyons as you're going down. So that it's that so is epic. Cool. That it's is like, cool. It's yeah. really epic all around But you can't deny you. that driving uphill is more enjoyable not for me like really? uh, my my because you're just always on the brakes if you're going down i love braking. no you, i don't think you're not i i agree i mean for my car i do like going downhill more, that, so that's more, so let so. me finish my really? thoughts so wow. my one of my best drives ever was last rally in my m coupe going downhill because it's not super powerful it's geared right it's downhill it's very nimble and so I would always, I would prefer to go lightweight, good brakes, not like kind of underpowered car. Yeah. And especially being chased by a powerful car. Cause it's like, it doesn't matter. Right. It's, yeah. it's, I mean, you drove yeah. it last time. I, I definitely, it was so like, fun in that car. Yeah. I like, really. So what, how did we do that? Cause I think I went, I went up. No, you went over. down. I went down. Yeah. You, cause we, dude, I forget, but I definitely I think, remember no, driving no, I your went, car yeah. on that road and it was like, we had it free like totally no free. one in yeah totally free. yeah you, you drove down i drove up that's okay. what we did yeah yeah i think that's it yeah, yeah 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 but i that's for me i don't know the thing i do like especially if you're in an underpowered car downhill is so good and and if you have good brakes that's super key right but right and i don't know it just goes with the whole experience and like just using that momentum and breaking i like right. trail breaking right. it's fun trail yeah dude yeah. talk about trail breaking yeah my cars that's all i i have to do it to, yeah. in order to rotate the fucking thing oh uh, yeah but uh yeah it's it's that is definitely a highlight <laughs> speaking of, of how is the s4 it's super fun it's really, really fun. Yeah, it's it's funny because we were kind of all talking about how it might be a little too insulated and kind of boring. You know, it's like you know I've got the AC and it's pretty quiet and it, and all this other shit. But in order to drive that car fast, it's a very involving experience because um, yeah, their nose heavy. Yes, it's got a very soft suspension, and I don't have like the grippiest tires. So um, basically, I have to go kind of hot into a corner, late trail brake to get it really hard on the nose. You throw it in as soon as the front starts to hook up. You get you lift off the brake real hard, like to really get the tail loose. And as soon as and the rear gets really really light, you set it and then just stomp on the throttle and you just fucking rip out of the apex. And so all of that is you know it makes it very dynamic and interesting, you know, versus just kind of like point and shoot. Um, so you're doing all of these things and it's kind of like a little dance, you know. And um, it's it's super fun, dude. And it's a good chassis that will allow you to play with it. And you it's like kind of confidence inspiring. Very, yeah, definitely. Yeah. it has a lot of grip a lot of traction i mean i think it's a lot mechanical, of mechanical uh, right yeah. yeah and a lot of people understeer these into like into walls because you have to drive them a certain way you can't just go hot fast into a turn and then just turn it like a rear-wheel drive car or like a mid-engine car you know For, you drive it more like a front-wheel drive car but then you have the 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 element of that of that quattro system so you can get on the throttle so you can early. claw out you yeah. claw out yeah so you look you basically turn into the apex and then get on the throttle 
uh, before before the apex even right where normally you would hit the apex and then start to like you know progressively power out this is like point at apex stomp on it and you just rip out you know so it's a cool feeling it's kind of cool you guys both have new cars on this rally you know i know 2000s and and his is a 2001 mine's a 2002 yeah both like they're competitors exactly the same size yeah sedans they never made an m3 sedan at the time i guess the zhp would be closer to an s4 Right, yeah, I in, guess so. Yeah, in spec, but, but whatever. But I mean, they're, I mean, they're pretty damn close. The roads kind of equalize all yeah. these things. Like it's not even that big of a difference. It feels like. You know, What's the like power in your car? Two twenty. I think it's two twenty-ish. I haven't looked it up. I think that's about right, though. Hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. You probably know better than me. I think it's two forty for that car. No, that no, I don't think so. Because that's the I later mean, one. It's the, is the, I, the E36 M3 is two forty. Yeah, I think and the later car. I think that the three thirty is less than that. Moment. Really, I can't 230 remember. Thirty, maybe. Maybe two thirty. Yeah, because I remember that. Easy look up. I mean, that's yeah. roughly it. The reason but I'm even like that's a lot of power. Actually, how I much know. does that weigh? Thirty six. Thirty three ish. Isn't that one? I think that's like thirty three sounds right. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, a good it's car. funny that I don't huh. even know. That's a lot of, that's kind of, a lot of power, kind of dude. Out about. It's it's definitely a momentum car. So it's interesting hearing you talk about your S4 art because, you know, like I'm learning a new car too. And it's, you know, like we're similar in a lot of ways, size and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, like it's not a lot of power. It definitely feels like a momentum car. If you get it down below 4,000 RPM, you're just kind of stuffed. Oh, yeah. And you got to sure. wait for it. And so I was doing a, like... Especially but it, but it has early, power. It does. And yeah. once you get it up into the revs, like that engine definitely starts to sing. As we all know, those sixes are awesome. Yep. Um, like in whatever form, right? It has uh, stock suspension, right? Sport, uh, I mean. No, it did. It has the Bilstein replacement. So oh. I think, but which I don't know much about it. I, I think it's actually cheaper than doing whatever was stock. Right, better. So than everybody Rocco. does it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think it's, it's, yeah, like, it's like the, the Bjork B6 or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, actually, there's a lot of different facets to this. I don't know exactly where to start, but I will say that my car it feels, it feels super solid, like exactly what I would expect from a totally fresh 330. Like I, I think that they kept up with all the bushings and stuff because, you know, it doesn't feel it feels tight. It does feel a bit soft, but that's exactly what I would expect from this car yeah. in stock form. Um, but uh yeah so motor wise if you keep it in the rev range it, it's super sweet and you know the shifter everything works like really good and it's just a really fun package that you know that i could end the sentence there basically that's all that matters like i'm really happy with it and it, it has performed super well on these roads some of the parts that are lacking is um trying to get the thing to rotate it's it's difficult like i i have experience with cars where you know if you go heavy on the brakes into a turn you know you can start to get it loose it'll rotate a little bit and then you play this dance of that initial rotation and then feeding on the gas for the grip as you yeah. exit the turn i was having a real hard time with that like it, it just doesn't it has it wasn't dancing like i was expecting uh like you know I, I i would go deep into some turns and it still wouldn't really stick and i i i you know it's related i i do i have had traction control on for most of the rally um you know mostly because the first roads that we were on were super dusty and i don't know the car at all yeah. and i'm gonna be messing and around with tires it. and all that well that's the yeah. thing yeah they're tires i mean you got yeah. whatever what tires does it have <laughs> so it's uh continentals in the front um I forget which ones. Uh, pretty good with good tread, and then Sumitomo's in the back. HR, HTZ two, HTZ R 
twos. Yeah, and that that also those had good <laughs> tread. They're they're all less than five years old, but um, you know, it's not good fresh rubber, and it's not all matching. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, and then the other one is just uh, in the it's not great in the sweepers right now, like. I would find it and and this is a similar thing to rotation it's like i would i would get into the higher speed you know so if i'm in the tight stuff like you're just kind of tossing the car back and forth and that's more to me it feels more like as long as you have a good chassis you're just throwing the car wherever you need to to get through these turns but then when you get into the higher speed sweepers I don't know why my voice is going weird. <laughs> Sweepers. Uh, th- then all of a sudden you need you get like more of the finer details of the handling, and I felt like I was having to fight with it a lot. Like I was having to like jab on the brakes to keep it planted on the front and try to get some bite. I mean, you think that has to do with your your alignment, aka yeah. your steering off yeah, center yeah. feel yeah. that you have? It going could on? be. It could be. It yeah, just it just felt it. like it was. Yeah, a little, that, you feel like that would kind of settle the front yeah. end if you fix that situation, yeah. and, and that would make it where you can well, play with it. Well, and sway bars, I think, would probably help yeah. keep it flatter. Like it, it felt like I was kind of fighting a roll and everything. And you know, when when you're in a uh, the tight twisty stuff, then you can like play with the weight transfer going back and forth. But when you're in like a static turn. It's just like I don't know. It just felt like a little, you know, a little messy, and yeah. I uh, and and I was I was having trouble getting the nose and all the placement where I wanted. Yeah. But I, it it feels like it feels like a momentum car just waiting to be born. Like it kind of it, it's like right there. You know, the power is not much, but it's definitely enough. Uh, and then if you just I think if you were to it, tune the the suspension a little bit and maybe the alignment and that sort of thing, then all of a sudden you'd be able to hold speed through the corners and you could it would change everything, I think, because all of a sudden you wouldn't have to be downshifting and you could, or, or you could be in the right rev range. And I don't know, all of it, like holding the momentum through the corners then means when you're uh, exiting the corners, you're not falling below the 4,000 RPM and, and having to pull it yeah. back up. Yeah. Cause you're saying you're starting to, you have to jab the brakes to kind of get weight on the nose to rotate and then you're slowing down. So then you're losing that momentum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it but sounds it feels like very, it feels very close. Tires, I'm super impressed. Tires in it. alignment, I think might get you there. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah, a pretty so. solid little package. Definitely start. You have to start there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You might not need anything else. But yeah, I mean, tires. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, that'll make a huge difference. Yeah, right now you yeah. got mismatched I mean, tires. Especially <laughs> if you're talking about high speed sweeper grip. Right. You would think that would that would be a right. huge part That's of it. Huge, yeah. But you're also talking about feel. So and that has. I think that that steering tires and alignment. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so uh, I do remember when that car came out, the all the mags and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, oh, this is basically an EV. You know, kind of like this is an E36 M3, essentially. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was right. like because the motor had moved up enough, totally, and all that stuff, totally. and it was like, oh, this is your here's yeah, your sport, here's your E36 M3. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask about. I know the seats. We always talk about seats, but you didn't like the Vaders in your E36. Correct. These have sport seats. They're yes. a little different in design. Do you yes. like these better? They- I do like them better than the Vaders. Yeah. Like definitely, no question. Um, the Vaders, they just, uh, they, I felt like they scooped me out. Like the, the bolsters just weren't aggressive enough to mm. hold, to hold me. I mean, they were like, they're huge bolsters, but they're like too, too much of an angle. The, this, this is better. It, the bolsters are a little far out for me. So I am moving around in the seat before I really use them, but I, I really like the seats. I think they're, I think they're good. Have I told you about my old autocross trick with the seatbelt? 
I think so, you have, yeah. If, so you scoot your seat back, and then like, you, yeah, scoot you it like five, it yeah, exactly. Pull, yeah. So pull it back like five inches, and then lock it, like just lock it right before it latches, and then latch it, and then scoot into it, and that way you're like held <laughs> in place. It works really well, dude. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I mean, and, you know, being that's like the most important thing in terms of connectedness. I mean, yeah, because moving around in the seat does kind of suck, you know. Yeah, uh, but I mean, that, yeah, cool. for stock seats, they're they're really good, and uh, gosh, the just the feeling of with that that straight six and the five speed you know you just like get get out of an exit of a turn and you're just like hammered down and you're just uh you know dropping through the gears it's like a super good dude four windows windows down down. shifting through the gears exactly (laughs) you can do it again (laughs) exactly i was i was and i had the sunroof open Uh it works blasting the mexican country station how was the e30 one e30's been pretty damn good um we started the rally and it was really cold on day one and I got up pretty early and got moving. And when I started my car, let it warm up. I was kind of hanging out in the parking lot with Paul uh, Kramer and we're like, damn, it smells like gas, like really bad. And I was looking like under the fuel tank and, you know, kind of like seeing what was up. Um, but the fuel line uh, to the fuel rail and the engine was dripping like crazy. Oh, shit. And that's dangerous. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So I turned it off and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like. Day one, Day you know, one. right here we are. Um, the hose clamp was half a turn loose. Oh. And then as it warmed up, it also will swell, yeah. you know. So both of those things uh, happened and it did not leak ever again. So that's good. I definitely was, wow. I was kind of joking. I'm like, well, I guess I'll know now what I'm going to think about the whole rally, you know, <laughs> like every time I start the car, I'm going to smell oh, for fuel geez. and like I checked every morning and stuff, but it's been good. Um, definitely just driving the tires and brakes off the car. Like mm. I wish I could get stickier rubber for that car and still maintain that like, uh, sidewall profile and kind of like that aggressive look and uh, I need better brakes. Mm. Yep. Just well, brake pads yeah. will do it. Probably. Were they and, fading or? A little bit, a little bit of fade and uh, after they were super hot there was like almost a slight grind to oh. it like where the pad I think got glazed a little bit and uh-huh. then it would squeal like when it, once it cooled down and I was like going through town. Yeah. Squealed, you know, a little bit. But what um do you have on there? Just stock. I don't even know. Dude, brand, Brembo or something. I think program. they're Brembo. Mm-hmm. I know. Or squeaky, maybe, squeaky fucking. Just go maybe, HPSs. Maybe HPSs. just like HPSs. Yeah. 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 And also, something. and I, I mean, know, we have closer. multiple fluid too. I mean, it's that lanes pad. I know. <laughs> I went through that bullshit with, but yeah. you have ABS too, right? No Either ABS. Oh, good. Yeah, then you yeah, have to yeah. do it. Oh, did you ever rebleed your system? No. So yeah. So I, yeah. I didn't. I guess that's one project car update. So I did fucking flush the the, the brake fluid out and replace my four year old super blue that's now discontinued. I learned. Um and you just I, learned that, dude. I thought you were a forum guy. I know, dude. Yeah, that <laughs> right. That was ago. so long ago. That was like a huge uproar. And I've I've given up the forums. But they up, have they have super, super blue, blue still, yellow, but it's just yeah. not blue. Right. Right. It's the yeah amber but yeah but there's some in stock apparently still in places so people I mean, it doesn't so, matter so, it's just a color it literally is just so that when you bleed it you can tell yeah. and you alternate between the right. amber and the blue which was actually really helpful when i bled my brakes and but at the same time you just do a lot you yeah just bleed so a lot and it's like fine <laughs> so i bled my brakes uh went through flushed it out that process was pretty straightforward um sean grimes gave me the whole uh power bleeder kit the, the motive the, the motive one and he did say you know what it's a little grimy, so oh. <laughs> Lane is cracking up over there. And um, the actual, so it has like this big, um, like 
what is it like a half gallon type of a yeah it's like it, thing. you're supposed to put this the fluid in this this like jug jug yeah, yeah. and then it pushes it from that with air through the system exactly yeah. and so unfortunately that had a bunch of gunk in it i i ran out of time and i didn't have like chan a chance to do like just clean it out with denatured alcohol which is what he recommended whatever but he those kits do include the little bottles that have um uh, you know, a line that you attach to your caliper and then it has a straw basically attached inside of that that goes all the way to the bottom. So I filled half of it with fluid so that I could, you know, when I opened up the caliper, cause I was going to pump it myself, it wasn't going to pull in any air. It was just going to hold vacuum, you know, and then I can just like pump it out. So I did that and I pumped all the fluid out. It was fine. That was super easy. And then, um, I test drove it and my pedal was super soft. Like I, I knew there was air in the system. So the weird thing is that I had no bubbles anywhere. I did it again, every corner, no bubbles anywhere. And I just said, fuck it. I'll just drive it like this. And so, you know, if your pedal travel is three inches, half of that is 20% of the pedal in, of the brake engagement. That's so sketch, dude. Yeah. You, I can't believe you're driving as fast as you and, are with that shit. And the that, rest, ugh. like, yeah, it's, it's, it, you just, I just got used to it, but I know that the brakes work. It's just like, it's, it's not confidence inspiring, at least initially, but I got used and, to it. And you have that, your reaction time has to be a little quicker because when you get on the brakes, like you're not on the brakes for, right. for half well, the pedal. Yeah, so I just basically, yeah, I was breaking I mean, you have to compensate, like, which yep. means your reaction time has to be like, you have to start doing that process a little bit before. I right? do, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, so there was that, and I you know, talked to a few people, and they all had the same advice. They said that uh, sometimes air gets trapped in the ABS pump, so you have to activate the ABS system either through a computer or... Yeah, so Richard physical. Radcliffe, who's on the rally in his uh, WRX, like 2018 or something, but he had the same, and he's a shop. He's a he teaches a shop class um, at you know, a community he, college or community school, right? or uh, high school. Actually. Oh, is it? Yeah, he teaches auto auto shop. Auto shop. But uh, he said the same exact thing happened, and then he looked it up, and it's his ABS system, and you have to activate it. And he has a scan tool that's supposed to do it, but it doesn't work on that supposedly model or something. So the alternative is you basically go. You do like 10 panic stops and he said act basically you are activating abs um so if you have a dirt road handy or something is the best obviously mm. and he did that and then he went and bled it and it's perfect rock solid yeah that's what i need to do so i i was gonna do it last night but i was so tired and we were just last chilling night. and drinking and yeah <laughs> so i was over it um and today is also is optional. <laughs> I mean, but I, I highly doubt I'm going to get around to it. So I'll probably just end up driving. You've already driven this far. Tomorrow's or, pretty yeah. minor day. So. Yeah. yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, it's. It, but I know now that that's what I need to do when I get home. And it at home in my garage with time. You know, it's like a different story. Yeah. Uh, but outside of that, yeah, the car's been a blast. I, you know, fucking huge props to Motul. Like it's insane how I did um, do uh, the uh, engine oil as well, and. Um, my engine oil temperature even from a couple little drives when i drove down to the to the podcast uh down on skyline and stuff it would exceed like the half point uh and you know which is totally fine it's nowhere near the red and um with this with the motul that i have in there it's never even gone close to the middle and driving it significantly harder for extended periods of time that's awesome yeah it actually does the job and i need um, to get some more motul oil i can tell you about it off <laughs> off eh, i can tell you about it on here but we'll talk about it <laughs> <And> what? <laughs> 
<laughs> Off the record, more, I use more oil. Me too. Basically, you can. All right. Oh I yeah, was, but they I don't have your kind, right? Yeah, no, it's coming, dude. I I actually reached out and he said he was gonna check. Supposedly there was gonna be another shipment for because uh, I ordered stuff for Brian just in case yeah. too, and you. And there was supposed to be another shipment that never arrived with brake fluid for me too. But you know, whatever. It's all in the yeah. works. I'll tell you what yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I could say this is almost like an art moment for me. I would say it's an art moment. Oh, Dang. Come on. I say it's a curse. It's you a, can own it. It's a curse skeleton moment. But oh wait, uh, is this like uh, you, did you smack the oil? No, dude. So I go, I drain the drain all the oil out. I have an oil pan, you know, underneath. Yeah. Do it. <clears> I have an oil pan know, underneath. Doing, you know, <laughs> an oil uh, catch. An oil catch. Oh, gotcha. Pan. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, and then I go do the oil filter. They're kind of a pain. Nine forty four. You have to like reach your hand down. You have no leverage. So I always take the um, power steering fluid reservoir loose, which is one band clip. It's like a a band whatever banjo thing yeah and i move that so i can get in there and i usually stab a screwdriver through it and use that oh yeah through the oil filter yeah right yeah. uh you know with just a hammer and a screwdriver yep and i get the oil filter off put the new one on got because you know the mall uh <laughs> do that and then i go and put my five quarts of oil in and then i go to start the car up and i'm like oh fuck i go turn the car off and I'm like, I never put the fucking, oh, I never put the drain plug back on. Right so I poured all five quarts of Motul <laughs> all the way through the system. Dude, I've never done that. That's gnarly. Is well, that just, bad? That's, that's, that's so, so bad. You can't call that an art moment, man. <laughs> well, he's a space case. <laughs> that's pretty oh, crazy. That's though. So then I, I still had two quarts of Motul left. So I put that in and then I had some of my, my Brad Pitt in the garage. So I put that in. <laughs> But, uh, Bummer, shit. dude, because yeah. you're like stoked to use this stuff. Right? Yeah, dude, match. I was so stoked, and <laughs> and it looked all it was so golden and pretty, like <laughs> it looked so refined and beautiful, like uh, you know. Shit, but I got I got two quarts of it in there out of five and a half or whatever. Dang, yeah, we'll That's definitely have some more then. Yeah, and then I did a project update. I also did I did an air filter and I did uh, new NGK plugs. Nice. Oh, oh yeah, I saw you posted a cool. picture of the plugs. I forgot to ask about that. Yep. NGK, nice. huh? That yeah, that's kind of what you get on those. It's just a normal copper plug, you know. Just Bosch like, would work too, but yeah, it, well, anything really. Matter, it's just right. like it's whatever. You don't get platinum or any of that no, stuff, no, but definitely not. You know, it's a two dollar plug, yep. and it's yep. uh, <sighs> on the nine forty four. It's a, I mean, dude, it's a, it's a, let's say two minutes per plug. You know, it's just yeah. unscrewing and putting yeah. a new so ones. So rad, in. dude. That's another thing I discovered outside of removing the under tray. Um, it, the oil change on a B5S4 is super easy, you know, because it's they're renowned to be a pain in the ass to work on. Yeah, but so that's oil, one thing. Dude, you pull the, the, the pan off, the oil filter's right there. Like, you can re literally reach underneath with your hand with the car on the ground without even jack stands. I mean, of course, I that's lifted awesome. the car, but it's right in the front there, and then the, you know, the, the plug is super yeah. easy, too. So 944 one's awful because it's right next to the headers, Ooh. the oh. header, and it's facing downwards. So it, your sorry, it's facing downward, meaning you undo down. it. It's upside down. So yeah, so you can't do the thing where you fill it halfway with oil huh. and then put it on. Yeah. No, and you also you do the thing where you take it off and, and oil gets all over everywhere. your headers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sucks. on your headers. Yeah, that sucks. That's and really it's like you want to do it when the engine's a little warm. Yeah, of course. So obviously that's going to be hot then. Yeah. <laughs> that does suck. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's not like super hard or anything, but you, it's just yeah. messy and shitty. Yeah. It makes it even worse. Yeah, right? it's annoying. It's in a tight little place. So, 
Well, I got to say the Wham's cars looked really good. We did cruise for a while together and I love E30s, man. Like looking in the rearview mirror and seeing that front end, especially yeah. yours, because you have the ellipsoid headlights that mm -hmm. have the little holes in the middle with the, uh, with the yeah. little thing, projector, I guess. That's such There's a good looking quite a few car. E30s on the, on the rally. And, yeah. you, and you've got like the full spec E30 kit on it and yeah. everything, like just a good it's not it's, it's not spec E30. It's I thought it was. B10, no, right? it's B12. Oh, uh, spec E30 is race. B12. Like oh, uh, harder. Just, oh, okay. So it's the same shocks uh, or struts. Yeah. It's just different springs. Yep. A little lighter. Yeah. There's tune for the E30, but I yep. think that might be BS. I've never figured it out. But no, it's, been, that is. it's been fantastic. The only time I've really scraped, like basically bottomed out the tire to the fender has been on this last roller coaster section. Mm. And that's, yeah, that's it's, so as brutal. extreme as it yeah, gets, yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, you're you're basically like three-wheel motion. Cars, yeah. 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 Um, and then uh, other than that, though, it's been fantastic. And the car is just very predictable and um, easy to drive. Um, I've been digging it. Did anyone – so in the back of the rally guides, we put a um, – a people's choice oh, yeah pamphlet right. did anyone give you guys so any? art got a few and uh, we were talking about it yeah um and i think there's two leaders in the clubhouse we can talk about this because it's not going to come out until yeah after. i was going to say like what what are your picks because i have yeah. a, i have a solid i okay. think i have a pretty okay. solid choice well, before you say that um so the two picks were console yeah. and fox body so yeah we should explain what that okay. is so this is a ford console it's an early 70s car right yep. and it, it looks, looks like a giant german ford capri yeah. yes yeah a little more squared off but a bigger version kind Big. of blown up and yeah, it's really wide. Two-door sloped uh, back. Did you hear the engine size? And well, I saw someone yeah, posted 102.3 liter, six-cylinder, 108 horsepower. V6. Yeah, V6, yeah. yeah. With Beast. a four-speed manual, he restored it and put a five-speed in it. It was Philip's first car in Germany, and he brought it over, and he restored it himself and brought it over here to the United States. And he learned to weld on that car and did, yeah. like, the replaced all the floors, replaced stuff like... How gnarly is this? It's like the whole, uh, like the firewall, like all the uh -huh. the drain stuff, you know, like as the water drains, yeah. and they don't put the nice drain holes in that you would expect. Uh -huh. and so it's all rotted away. He did that stuff. Wow. Which is like, it's like factory, like going back. And yeah. I mean, that's like in the middle of everything and sheet metal welding is like the yeah. hardest, right? Because it's so thin. Um, but dude, him. he like completely Crazy. redid that thing. It's very cool, and it's I've never seen one before, and to have it on the rally is great. It's so and this cool. is like I was chatting with uh, chatting with him for a little while. This is like his biggest shakedown by far. Like he uh -huh. had done little trips oh, here and there. I don't think this is a shakedown. This is full blown use. Like yeah, you were, yeah. And yeah. oh, the rat thing. I was following him today a little bit, uh, and his girlfriend was driving it. Oh, cool. And then like they had, we were stuck behind some really bad traffic, and then they moved out of the way, and she was kind of getting after it a little. Oh, so, yes. cool, yeah. Yes. So the the fox body, we should say. Is is um our our boy thomas alex brother boy. yeah yeah he's, he's been on the podcast and he's a contributor but uh he drove from texas huh. to the rally it's an autocross coyote engine fox body coupe notchback tires T tire yeah fat tires wheels uh very aggressive sounds great um but he doesn't have the best tires on it not, oh really? Yeah, they're yeah. federal super steels, which is not the greatest thing. Uh, but he actually, dude, he, it's quite the adventure. That and I haven't driven with him at all, so I don't know how he's driving this rally. Yeah, but me I, either. But like he yeah, drove out from Texas 
through snow a couple times, yes. right? Like yes. at elevation. Luckily, those tires are heavily treaded or whatever. But yeah. but yeah, I mean, it's definitely a barge for him. And like he's actually been selected. So yeah, so from the ones that I got, yeah, um, I think I got ten ballots or the little deals, and it was yeah, it was definitely weighed towards uh, that car and the Ford console. And then support. the uh, the wild card I would throw out would be Marty and Sue. Oh, yes. yeah. I think they're always kind of like, they did they win would always be in that our, our uh, road warrior award last oh, that's year. Right. Um, yep. So they're, they've been recognized, okay. but man, she came up to me and gave me a big hug about like the weather. And I'm like, I, 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 <laughs> I, I wish I could take credit, but uh, yeah. <laughs> because we had this, it's a big deal for them. They, the spot, they'll like, hug everybody. About yeah. That, like the, the best Vista, you know, uh, before lunch and we were pulled over there and, and um, it was just unreal. You know, you can see the Sierras across the Valley the road is amazing there's just like it's silent up there beautiful and, and she was just like oh my god and we had i followed them through uh the mountains uh to that point and um they were having a good time it was fun that i see that cobra cobra looks great stunning yeah this is a new one right no just same car oh they, they, they painted it oh really well didn't they were i thought the other one was total or something no, no. got in a wreck but he fixed it and painted oh wow it. Yeah. he did a really good job yeah it looks gorgeous color change is it brg british racing yeah. looks like it his brake lights were sticking on though. It was hard to follow him. <laughs> oh, I actually need to tell him that. I forgot to tell him. Um, time for a little trivia. Yeah. Um, I, oh yeah. Go ahead. So, what do you want? I don't go for it. You're good. It's trivia time. All right. This is a list of the most aggressive drivers in the nation. What? How do you define that? Gas buddy. Yeah keeps track of people uh how they accelerate stopping distance um all sorts of stats and they've come up with a list of the worst cities um and the cities that are like basically just bad drivers so gas buddy is an app that you download for finding good gas prices i think so and maybe like tracking your mileage and stuff and so then they're sneaking in all this data right they about, can see how you accelerate yeah, off of a line, off the line. Interesting. How yeah. you come to a stop, like at yeah. a red light. Yeah. Dang. Do you stop California style? <laughs> right. Or, yeah. Okay. So, uh, most aggressive city in the nation, the Los U.S. Angeles. I was gonna say LA too. That's it. That's that. That was kind of easy. Um, but number but I don't know three, about, you, know, you jump over to the East Coast. I don't know. Yeah, so number like, two on the list is a city that we were not too long ago uh, for Radwood, Philadelphia. Get out of my fucking way. Number three, <laughs> number three is a California city, not L.A., not San Francisco. Not oh. not, not San Diego. San Jose? No. Nope. Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. Oh, really? Terrible drivers. <laughs> three in the nation. Yeah. You said aggressive, not terrible. So these, true. Based true. on what you're That's describing, true. though, those criteria, it sounds like it's... um. It's a traffic thing. Yeah. And you know, Sacramento, like through the middle there. Bad. So people are hard on the, on the you know, accelerating and then immediately back on the brakes. So, yep. I can so uh, most aggressive driving day of the week. Monday. Funny. Well, I was going to say Monday, but I'll say Friday. Wednesday. Friday. Wednesday's the least. Oh. And then these two cities are the leaders in hard braking and rapid acceleration. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the top two on the list, LA and Philly. Yeah. And then uh, most speeding incidents. San Diego, Orlando, and Detroit. And last question, the least aggressive driving city in the nation, number 30 of 30. Denver. Uh, Not Denver, but another snowy city. Uh, Burlington, Vermont. 
<laughs> I don't think I don't they're think, on the list. I don't think that's the top Some 30s. spot in Wyoming. <laughs> that's it. Some spot in Wyoming. <laughs> uh, Minneapolis. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's really so, nice uh, there. Yeah. yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah. 30 of 30. It's like close it. to Canada. That's a, some cool trivia, dude. It's interesting, right? Like that it. is interesting. That someone's yeah. tracking the acceleration and braking. I, I kind of think it's that's funny. Up. That's dude, fucked up. Did you guys see the text I sent you a couple weeks ago about um, them installing... Um, yeah, the and all the newer cars on are. all newer cars. So I don't know. Hasn't if, happened yet, but yeah, yeah, I know. But can you imagine, like, they basically because if they're tracking that, they can easily like basically limit your car to a speed limit or something, right? Uh -huh. Like that's that's so been talked about for a long time. That's yeah. why they're talking about e, implementing driving E30, man. Totally, they're talking about that was in Germany, right? They yeah, were talking about it. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine how it's also like totally localized because new cars are connected, right? So like, I can be in my X1 and it's like. Um, this speed limit changed from 65 to 70 and all of a sudden my top speed 70 or maybe some leeway and then um, you know I go into a certain town now it's 35 and you're stuck at 35 yeah <laughs> that's that so gnarly really suck and also what if, what would that do to like accident avoidance and stuff like that right it would have to be within a window like you wouldn't because you, you need to accelerate to get out of the way of stuff and you know there's different scenarios where you do have to go faster yeah truth truth well, it's a podcast uh yeah. next time we will be back in studio i think uh, we have a special guest i believe we do possibly. jay lamb jay oh, lamb nice. of 24 hour of lemons cool. will be joining us and brian maybe you can tell the full story yeah yeah how you came good. to buy a car the day it's before a very the lemony story very lemony story yeah i do want to thank our snickets. sponsors uh, real quick so obviously motul hooked us up and they are going to hook up five people on the rally with a free full oil change oh, very cool so nice. we're going to raffle those off at the dinner tonight uh heel tone peril oh did you get the Battery. We need batteries. No, oh, not. we do need. Or a did you arrange? Uh, Is that what you're talking about? PA. No. We can. I can plug it in tonight. Well, yeah. Tonight's now. Like this is tonight. Yeah, oh crap! We have thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, we need to go buy batteries. Beeline Coffee Lane designed a pretty awesome uh, design. How do you describe it, Lane? Label. <laughs> Label <laughs> for the packaging. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, what's our coffee called? Mellow grinds. Mellow grinds, <laughs> and it's the cold trickle mellow yellow race car that says mellow grinds on it rather than mellow yellow and of course it has dwa white litters out and it has all our little sayings on it which aren't like super legible or anything but you know i just put them on there i, I appreciate and what it. was it uh 44 was the number it was because original. that was our original lemons race car yeah. number and we we i mean it was that number because we ran a 944 yeah uh cool. i think so it's glorious and the history of dwa was that brian sent a note where he wanted us to have an American car with a four speed and all this stuff. Cool trickle. Yeah. And cool trickle was mentioned. And we got auto works detail and hooking stuff up. Seattle speedometer, Haggerty insurance. And I think the biggest one of all, what's that might possibly have guaranteed entrance into all DWA events permanently is our buddy, Ron Ang. And his oh, wife Nancy. dude, dude. Yeah. So they hooked oh. us up with custom vans. Well, and this is they hooked us up with it. Yeah. DWA, yeah. Not everybody on the road. Yeah. It's us specifically. Us four. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're not allowed to sell these. <laughs> they did come with a disclaimer, but uh, they are vans with like the old checker pattern, the old school checker pattern. Dude. Okay. This is insane. It's yep. yeah. Black and DWA blue checker pattern with little dwas in between in the in the white voided areas like scattered about and on the side of the soul it says sense of occasion in cursive in That's cursive right. which is so dope it kind of looks like the volvo uh the premier sound or what's oh it called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 they're yeah, really good sound. and they just happen to be the best driving shoes ever oh, anyways yeah right? so i 
because I I rock uh, um, uh, Adidas Sambas oh, and they're really good driving shoes. Oh yeah. And then uh, I got these and I was like, oh, I'm gonna switch back. And then I drove in these and these are fucking killer. Yeah. And I'm wearing the slip-ons. And he didn't just give us one pair each. He gave us two pairs of slip-ons each and two pairs of lace-ups each. I'm gonna say this. Lifetime. I don't. I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth, but Art <laughs> gives me fucking eight shoes. Because they're four pairs, right? Yeah. So I have eight shoes, and they're bagged very poorly. They're not meant to be throw, rolling around. So I have eight pairs of shoes. Why do you give you eight? eight shoes in the back of my car. Oh, eight shoes. Yeah, yeah. In the trunk. It's the only thing in the trunk. <laughs> Every turn. <laughs> wow, dude. That's dude. looking a gift horse in the mouth. Absolutely. Yeah, that's your yeah. problem. So man. you know what you it is. Do? That's what I'm saying. I'm not. Yeah. It's so, not his fault. So you know, behind it's your Art's passenger fault. seat, I already have that full. It's already full. Dude, well, yeah. Well, I mean, change it around. I've got boxes in the back. Give the shoes to someone. I'm sure they would like them. I can't. It's not legal. Can't do that. You can give them. We're stoked. We're super stoked. Yeah. Yeah, super, dude. Despite Warren's. Okay, uh, I got to go because I got to go put my vans on. Cool. <laughs> but right. they look like sneakers. See you later. Bye.